0: Hi, I'm David, I'm the Dungeon Master. Hi, I'm Paul, Sherlock Gnomes. This is Rob,
1: playing Talon. This is Sean, who plays Thaddeus. And this is Josiah as Ezir Dohillen. I want to thank everyone for listening and the great feedback and comments that we're getting. We really appreciate it. We've come a really long way since the first episode. For example, we no longer eat chips while playing. We now eat vegan marshmallows. Thanks, Paul. And we've invested in some new equipment and software, so hopefully you've noticed a boost in the quality. We're having a lot of fun making the show for you all, and if you're getting some value, out of the show we ask that you think about giving a little value back one way you can do that is by going to our new patreon at patreon.com roll to hit. We're trying this out as an experiment, and we appreciate whatever you can afford to give. If you'd rather have something you can touch and smell in exchange for your support, check out our store at shop.spreadshirt.com thecommentist. You can get a t-shirt or a coffee mug with our newly designed podcast logo on it. And of course, if you can't afford to part with even a single copper piece, we totally understand. Everyone can help out by rating us on iTunes or sharing the podcast with their friends and network. Thanks for your consideration, and now the show.
2: As right on schedule arrives the northern bound Feyrune Regional. The Blue Drake begins to empathize with you. My advice is to take it all the way to Ralderthite. Fifty gold gets you the entire passage. I have zero gold. Izir, your superior dark vision allows you to see through the back of the face cards. Sleight of hand check allows you to bury the top card or deal the bottom card as if it were the top. Sherlock, one of the hawk's eggs has slipped perfectly inside the cup, protecting it from the weight that destroyed the rest. Directly across the aisle from you guys is a gorgeous female half. My name is Jane Ellen yesterday. I'd leave for 20 minutes to grab breakfast for me and my husband Bertio when I get back There's nobody there. It's like he's disappeared. If you know anyone who's a good detective I do have a decent amount of gold Sherlock and Thaddeus all you can hear is the echoing call of detective detective, And gold (laughs) gold gold do you do cards my boy? I just need a dealer. Are you available later? I've got a game going on in my private car. I might be I do need a fifth player for a game I assume you're gonna pay for my buy-in then I'm sure I am all the people holding $100,000 $100,000 gold firearms. I'm sure that they're knockoffs too. He points to the policeman's gun
1: hanging from your knapsack. Do you know who that was? That was the Marquis Charles Gaunt. Well, I got a card game later tonight. Uh, with the Marquis? Yeah, why? What do you know about the Marquis? <laughs> We're broke right
0: now, so we need money to finance this trip. Do you want to wipe them clean then? Just give me good hands.
2: <laughs> Addison Sherlock, underneath the bed where you find a key imprinted on the key, by room Kitchen Wine Closet. For the sake of initial context, Azir and Talon are at a card game. The game is called High Pie. The game is super simple. It's more bluffing than strategy. The winner is simply the individual with the highest total value in their hand or the highest Pyxis, which is Greek for box. (laughs) (laughs) Face cards have the usual incremental value. Jack, queen, king is 11, 12, 13. Thematically, they are guard, knight, and priest, but I'm not gonna make you call it that. Aces, or monodrones as they're known, (laughs) are worth one. Each round's broken into betting parts. First, each player antes 1,000 gold. In this case, it'll be 1,000 gold anyway. All in chips. Then you're dealt four cards. Just to remain in the game is another 1,000 gold at this point. So 1,000 just to be in the round, 1,000 to play your hand. After that, you all discard one card face up in front of you, called the Pandora. This card is not part of your pie. After that, there's no more limit to the betting. You go around once betting, raising and calling, and then reveal one of your remaining three cards. Again, a round of betting, then you reveal your second card. Same thing, reveal your third card. After all your cards are down, meaning all players know the value of your pie, you're dealt one final card and have one final betting round. The winner is whomever has the high pie. So do you want to say how the game works? That you need the most amount of points possible from all your cards together. Yeah. And you're going to be aware of what people have when it's in front of them. You don't necessarily have to put down your highest card when you're showing it in order. You don't necessarily have to discard your lowest card if you want to bluff someone into thinking your worst card is a really good card. You can kind of trick them into thinking your hand is so good you can
0: throw away a five or a six or something so if azir azir can see only face cards yes azir
2: and knows which face cards they are the
0: other signal that azir and i came up with uh is in case things are going too well basically lose a bigger hand on purpose uh which i signal by picking my nose all right
2: we're about to join azir and talon at the high pie game gentlemen welcome to the game slotho Borax, oiland Meet our newest menagerie members. This is High Pie, my wonderfully talented friend. Your name, son? Uh,
1: Azir Dohillen. Azir will be our dealer. (laughs) Have fun, and as always, prepare to lose. All right, gentlemen, uh, this is High Stakes High Pie. Um, We all have a $100,000 buy-in. I'd like to cash out. (laughs) All in due time, my friend, that I don't actually know. It's just a saying. (laughs) So Azir is dealing the cards in a seemingly straight fashion. Azir chooses to pocket a jack and slide that to the bottom of the deck before dealing a a non-face card to Slotho and the rest. Still no face cards until we get to Talon, who receives a king with a total of 13 points. Talon also gets another face card, uh, a jack final card. Just to keep things on the up and up, Gaunt gets a king dealt to him. Borix gets a jack dealt to him. And a regular non-face card for the rest. Ho, 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 ho. Talents holding a king, jack, ace, and a ten. If you want to stay in, gentlemen, okay. let's see another thousand after looking Oil at your foals. cards. And then throw out your Pandora, please. Oil and Folds. Pansy Slotho throws out a very bold and aggressive ten. Gaunt throws out an eight. Borix throws out a six to the Pandora, and Talon plays it safe by throwing out an ace. Is that truly your lowest card there? It to be. Suppose we'll keep things
2: interesting. Start with twenty thousand.
0: Uh, Talon's going to call that. Gaunt reveals
1: his first card to be a king. Talon throws down a jack. Gaunt, who started the betting, shows a ten. Borks shows a five and talon comes out aggressive and shows his jack after throwing that 10 down remember that gaunt actually still has a king in his hand you know his total is 23 yep borix threw down that five but you know he has a jack so at least a total of 16, 16.
0: and then talon's holding a king and a 10 so he knows he he has to be winning right now
1: based on the shown cards
0: and knowing that there's no other face cards in play right now
1: correct Put in 15. Gon feels pretty confident. Borix decides
0: to fold. Talon is going to call the 15,000. Gon reveals his king again. Talon's going to reveal a 10. So we have, uh, I'm actually down two right now with a jack and a 10 down to a king and a 10 from gaunt so it's a tight game both
1: gentlemen being very aggressive here
0: All right, so i have a king in my hand right now so i know there's no way well i know gaunt doesn't have a face card so i know i'm i'm in the lead right now and knowing that azir can fix the last card i'm pretty confident that this this hand will go to me i'll bet five thousand. gaunt twists his mustache while borg slotho
2: and oiland look on in anticipation uh, I'll give it to you. Too rich for Gaunt's blood.
0: Talon <laughs> won a little over 100,000 on that one hand. Which is good because he didn't
1: have the original <laughs> 100,000 buy in. Yes.
0: Alright, while well, you guys
2: are settling into your game of high pie, Thaddeus and Sherlock are at a missing persons crime scene. You just found a key that says Fayrune Kitchen Wine Closet, the name of the train you're on. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, okay. Um, well, I guess we'll be going there next after I sniff out any evil.
2: You open up your nostrils, you cannot smell anything. okay. Ugh. just check allergies. You make way to the kitchen. The place is rather packed. There isn't a free seat in the joint. A man with a chef's hat is at the bar trying to put out orders. We look for the wine closet. There's plenty of doors behind the bar area, but they're obviously not you know readily accessible and there is there's a chef there you said yes, there's a man with a chef's hat putting out orders and running the register. I say. Excuse me, sir. Can I get a... He cuts you off mid-sentence. I need you to wait in line like everyone else. I don't know where Dafic is. I say, do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> he can't hear you over all, all the noise. That's... <laughs> I don't think he knows who you are. He doesn't. Um, this would be a good time for some intimidation.
0: I go to intimidate him.
2: Okay. You're going you're gonna to have to cut through, else. You're gonna cut through the line and intimidate the guy with the chef's hat? Uh, how many yeah. people are in line? Uh, well, it's weird, because it's like, they're not really in line, they're just waiting for their food. He's trying to do two things at once, because he needs to make the food, put the food out, and charge people for the food. And then call them over when they're ready for the food, and they pick up the food. And he's the only person that's working here? Currently, yes. He appears to not know where Dathik is. I roll my eyes. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Who's Dathik? <clears throat> oh my god, Dathik Shoulders? It's the guy who runs the register and bar? I just make the damn food. Nobody's seen him in like an hour, and I know I'm stuck with this rush. I think he's in the wine cooler. You want to go for a wine cooler? I think he's in the wine cooler. Just go cooler. for it. I literally have no time to stop you. I go for it. All right. You insert the key and open is, the is door. Is this like in view of everybody else? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. If you saw someone hop behind the counter and open a door, would you really think they were crazy or just...
0: Yeah, if you're confident enough.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: i do it with great confidence. All right. Run a Christmas check for your confidence. hmm Eight. No one cares. That's too busy. All right. <laughs> so, in the game of high pie, Slothen,
1: Borx, Oiland, Gaunt, and Talon are all playing. All right. Another round, gentlemen. Let's ante up before I deal your cards. Gaunt, you're looking awfully slim. Or Gaunt. Gaunt. One more ah.
2: Oh, see, I know I brought you here for a reason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Euland, who has a lot of chips right now and sat the last game out. Just got dealt a king. By
0: by accident? (laughs) Let's see if
1: this keeps him in the game. A queen goes to our man Talon. Azir shuffles a king to the bottom of the deck. So right now Talon in his hand has
0: a queen, ten, seven, and a six. Which is not not a bad hand. Gaunt decides to
1: fold before even throwing out his Pandora. Slotho shows a six. Borix shows a strong 10, very aggressive again. Oylen shows a 2, and Talon shows a 7. Borix starts the flipping. He flips an ace. Not sure he understands the rules (laughs) of the
0: game. (laughs) No, I get it. So Borix blocks a lot.
1: Oylen shows a 7, but we know he has that king of a value of 13, so he must have at least 20 in his hand. Talon shows a 6. Borix throws in 2,000 chips. Talon's going to call that. Borg shows a five as his second card, total of 15. Oiland shows a nine along with that seven he now has 16 showing but we know he has the king in hand. So Talon
0: put down a 10 so he's showing 16 also knowing that he's one point behind Oiland right now with the queen in his hand.
1: With the queen in hand, very exciting. I'm sure Oylen feels fairly confident. Well, let's see how he determines. Slotho decides to fold. Too rich for his blood. All right, let's show that last card before our secret cards. Bork shows a four for a total of 19. Oylen drops his king. Ba-da-da-dum. a total of 29. Talon. Shows his queen for a total of... 28. 28. No betting this round. You're going to get your secret card, gentlemen. And decide if you want to bet. Azir slips a queen to Borx. Let's see if he stays in. A random card goes to Oylan. And dealt from the bottom of the deck, a king goes to Talon. Azir saved that one for just this occasion. Let's see if Talon can tease them into the pot. Borx, who apparently can't do math... Uh, because he's beat based on face-up cards, throws in a whopping 25,000 gold pieces.
2: Forks, you bloody idiot! Oh, God! (laughs)
1: He's a bold one, that Barks Oilen, he matches and raises another 10000 for a total of 30000 in the pot. So Talon knows he won because he was delta king and
0: knows what everything that's out by now. So Talon's going to throw 50000 total, so that's a re-raise of fifty thousand. Talon goes 000. in
1: fairly aggressively, which leads Borax to realize his calculation error. Borx chooses not to stay in the game. Orylan knows
2: in his head that he has 37. So So as long
0: as Talon has less than a 9, he won.
1: He will call the additional 15. Orylan reveals his cards for 37, which is quite strong. But we know our hero Talon has the king for a total of 41.
2: The crowd erupts. Oh! (laughs) Isn't that the second king you got in on the fourth card?
1: I guess you must
2: have a curse from Relishaz. The god of ill luck and insanity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Orland glares at you while handing Azira's cards back. All right, Thaddeus and Sherlock, you open the door to the onboard winery closet. It's actually pretty impressive winery for a train. There are plenty of barrels to choose from. I choose the third one from the left. Okay. Fifth row. Is it the right one? It. It's just a, a barrel of wine.
3: Ah. <sighs> oh. All right, go back to that. <laughs> now, uh, is there any? Um can i do like a perception check Yep. see if there's anything go for it can we both do perce- i'm assuming that that yeah. is looking uh, right yeah. yeah yeah
2: you can actually um you can go ahead and do adv- uh, investigation. perception with advantage just because it's assumed that you would try again anyway all right, i'm doing investigation then oh uh. all right i rolled the 20 anyways i don't need advantage <laughs> So while investigating, it doesn't matter because you always have running passive perception. Oh, And that picks, that picks up something else. It's like a gurgling. You put your hand up to motion for everyone to stop making noise. Now run a full perception check, both of you. 20. Not natural. 15. The room is echoey, but you can hear it's coming from inside the room, a gurgling and a hollow thumping. Did, they all, did the room stop making noise when I held up my hand? It was only I me. Mean, it was just you, Jane, and... Oh, okay, that is. I thought they finally knew... <laughs> Recognized who I was. <laughs> in my so, so there are about twenty to thirty barrels in here, but you know the gurgling, hollow thumping is coming from somewhere inside of here. And and it's it's impossible to even narrow it down even a little bit. You, you can try to narrow things down. There are
3: barrels behind barrels, though, oh, like they're barrels stacked. Barrels on barrels on barrels. Uh, this is probably time
0: sensitive. You start from the left. I'll start from the
2: right. Uh, like are the barrels. How are they sealed? They're all sealed. You mean there's a cork in them that they can pop open like a tap to get the wine? But there's no, like, like the top of them is, is like, sealed shit. Yes. I mean, do we look on the floor? Do we see anything spilled anywhere? No. It's impeccably clean. Uh, too clean. While you guys are all sitting around questioning, Jane goes, What, what was that orc doing sniffing my room earlier? What? What orc? What? Wow. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, say, I say I hold up my hand in an authoritative fashion again because I know I now have that power and I say Jane listen to me listen to me very carefully we are not who we say we are but I promise you we are the good guys right now I believe that your husband is in one of these barrels and he's drowning
2: we have to get him out of there As all this happens... My God, this is someone's life. I
3: uncork
2: all all of them. Uh, So you begin uncorking all the barrels. It's like the elevator scene from The Shining, as (laughs) wine just pours out from the first row, uh, filling up the wine cellar. Now we're drowning. (laughs) While this occurs, a barrel from the top shelf begins to move and move and falls off, exploding on the ground. Inside is a very... Blue person, I I cork back up the other, <laughs> the other thing. Uh, no, is the person like alive?
0: They're lying on the ground. Well, we go over to it and I don't know. John do heal him. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can I do heal or do I have yep. to actually do something? Okay. So I do. Uh... Five points of healing. The body begins seizing,
2: heaving. You're not sure if it's the wine or the lack of oxygen that turned him violet, but he coughs up a 2002 Hasbro Super Soaker XL size stream of wine into Thaddeus' <laughs> face. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. You're, thinking, you're so kind. There are, there are good people in this world. Thank you. I, I'm going to do it. Can I do it? Look at her. Look at this, look at this one. She's going, she's going I, don't, I don't think he would, but I think he should. <laughs> I'm going to do it. And the man kisses Thaddeus square in the face. <laughs> oh, thank you so, so much for rescuing me. I was dead. Literally. <laughs> this time he only spits out a super soaker CPS 135. Last I, I turn to Jane. Is, is this him? No, I don't know who the hell oh, this Jesus. is.
0: We ask him who he is.
2: I'm, I'm Daythic. I'm supposed to be at work right now.
0: Is Dathic the guy, the guy that they're looking <laughs> for. To... Who did this to you? I don't know.
2: <clears throat> I don't know what happened. Dathik tries to explain what's going on. Was well, he expunges the osmosis gained alcohol? Some guys slipped me <clears throat> a couple hundred gold to come back here. Like they wanted to come back here. Like with I didn't need to be there. I didn't have to be there. But they came back here with the gold. And uh, he says he wants to sample the wine before picking one. And he, he knows his stuff, that's for sure. Like, uh, f- finally, he settles on the Cher hors that's the one over there, takes out his own wine bottle and begins filling it up. I look the other way. Because, like, what do I care? They don't. They won't weigh these things. I'm, I'm like, a hundred gold pieces richer anyway. But he seems real happy about this wine. Like a real connoisseur, this one. Cher hors is easily our rarest. But once he's done filling up the bottle, last thing I remember is him whacking me across the face with it. With the bottle? Yeah. I mean, I couldn't pick him up out of a lineup of two, but I, I'll tell you this. That wine won't be hard to spot. It's the only blue-colored wine on this entire train. Bum, bum, bum! And if this guy's half the expert he pretends to be, he's drinking it ASAP. Cause share ordures oxidizes quicker than any wine I know. I turn to Jane,
3: to the passenger car. <laughs> 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 um, let's, Thaddeus, can you just like pick him up and yeah. and at least carry him to the, the other guy. To the yeah guy with chef hat. Yeah. yeah.
2: You so. you help Ethic uh, out out and back to the bar. The chef does notice you. Oh Saint Cuthbert Starburst, what happened to you? To me? To me? Just to, to, me? Any, just to anyone. Dathick puts his fingers on your mouths and just goes, It's a long story. And I quickly say, There's a
3: there's a scoundrel on the loose and we have to catch them. Take care of this one. What what's the, what the scoundrel
2: do? What, should I be on the lookout I, for I, someone?
3: I pull I pull real close to him and I say, Have you seen someone drinking blue wine?
2: Have I seen people drinking Shh, wine sh- in sh- the past out sh-
3: sh- al- sh- 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 <laughs> Have you seen someone? Drinking blue wine.
2: Well, <laughs> well, or is the only blue wine I know. And has anyone been drinking that one? <sighs> Wait, there might have. The chef scrunches his face. There might have been one guy. Wait, yeah, blue wine. Now I do remember this. He was at the bar, scarfing down free nuts, drinking cheap champagne. Of course. But then I remembered looking over, and he did have some of the blue stuff. He had one of those weird raccoon hats. Oh, um. Do you know? Do you know where he went? No, I mean, the bar restaurant's pretty Jesus damn crowded. Christ. Where was he no, sitting? Uh, he was sitting at the bar, but he's since left. I mean, a lot of people here. Can you give us a direction? He left.
3: Uh, we'll leave in the direction he's pointing. All right, we're gonna try to find him. Yeah. Okay, you can
2: run a perception check. Six. Seven. <laughs> oh, I forgot that I can roll too, because Jane is not an idiot. Yes. Jane squints her eyes and way in the back thinks she might see one.
0: While you go over to the hat, let's go back to that game. Talon's,
1: Talon's going for treasure right now. Azir notices Talon picking his nose and says, What the fuck are you doing? I hope you're not touching my cards after doing that. Immediately off the, off the draw, king goes to Slotho. Queen goes to Gaunt. King goes to Borix. Let's see if he knows what to do with that. Regular card goes to Oil and regular card goes to Talon. Talon went close to 200 on that last hand. 200,000. Azir pockets a jack, which would have gone to Talon after noticing his nose picking. So Talon is holding a 6, a 7, a 7, and a king. Oilen decides to fold. A prudent move, considering he has no face cards. Talon throws in to a 1,000 to stay in. Slotho, Gaunt, and Borax do the same. So Talon's going to throw down 10,000. Slotho sees that and raises a whopping 15. Betting goes to Gaunt. Let's see if he stays in. He does actually have the strongest hand that we know of with the queen and jack. He matches, of course. Borix, who's already shown his king and has trouble adding at times, decides to match and stay in. Talon matches just to, uh, he knows he's probably going to lose his hand, but he has to show good faith. All right, Slotho shows his king, which we knew he already had, for a grand total of 18. Gaunt shows his queen, which we knew he had, for a grand total of 25. Borix still can't add, throws out a two for a grand total of 15. Talon shows his king for a grand total of 20. So Talon's going to put 15,000 in. You've got an odd confidence
0: about you, Talon, that I think I'd like. Borax doesn't have enough.
2: Borax muddle over things and take one of his rings off and throw it in the center of the table. It bounces once and remains upright. That's impressive.
1: Huh. Gentlemen, do we agree that is worth 10,000 gold pieces? The ring that won't fall? Borax's trick
2: ring, and he goes and bangs on the table and doesn't fall over. And he goes, for 10,000, Borax, are you insane? Borax takes off another ring and throws that one in, which uh, instantly connects the other one, and both of them remain upright. It does have a jewel in it, though. I suppose that'll that'll cover the cost. If you could just do math, it wouldn't be such a problem every week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, everybody's in. Let's reveal that last card, gentlemen, if you will. Flip, flip, flip. Slotho shows wow. twenty-two. Gaunt shows a very strong hand with his last card being a ten. Borix, he lost before he flipped. Talon flips a six as his last card for a grand total of 26. Secret card coming up. Everybody knows Gaunt has the winning combination right now. Non-face card goes to Slotho. Non-face card goes to Gaunt. King goes to Borix. And non-face card goes to Talon. Talon's gonna start the bidding. He knows he's beat. So Talon's gonna check. Gaunt goes all in. Basically another 16,000. Borix borrows a calculator and figures out he cannot win. Additionally, he is no longer in the game. Talon, will you meet the additional 16,000 thrown in by Gaunt? So Talon's gonna
0: fold, but in doing so, he's actually going to fold and show his hidden card while he's throwing it away, like nonchalantly. How do you feel after that big win, Gaunt? That's the thing
2: with with Rallishaz, you never know who he'll turn up to. (laughs) You gonna tell us what those rings do, Borix? Borks just suddenly gets up and leaves the room, just <laughs> wondering to himself, you were never quite sure what his deal was.
1: This episode of Roll to Hit is sponsored by 521promo.com. Tired of giving the same old presents every holiday, birthday, or anniversary? How about a unique idea that will last a lifetime and be sure to amaze and impress your family, friends, or partner? 521 Promo offers a customized Opoly board game where you can name all of the spaces, add photos, create your own card text, and more. You will be able to customize the box top, the board, all property cards, all game cards, the instructions, and the money tray. The game comes with all other standard pieces to enable full gameplay. 521 Promo is also a bulk manufacturer and specializes in Kickstarter projects, so if you have created your very own game, they can help you bring it to life. Please visit them at 521promo.com for more information. And we go back to... Thaddeus and Sherlock.
2: Swimming through the crowd, you make it upon the gentleman wearing the Coonskin cap. Although he's got a wine glass full of champagne and a champagne glass full of nuts, on his wife beater there are blue stains. What you drinking, friend? Can I help you ladies? And he's a sexist pig,
3: too. (laughs) I, I grab him by the cuff and say...
2: Listen here, <laughs> pal. You're so tiny. <laughs> and You're
3: I, laughing from down the hall. And then I yell, Thaddeus, let's switch in. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: for, for, the, for the listener, Thaddeus was uh, uh, intimidatingly punching his fist. He just kind of stares the, at the two of you and takes another swig of his champagne. I, I slowly take out my magnifying glass, intimidatingly. <laughs> Where'd
2: you
0: get those blue stains?
2: <laughs> god, what is it with you guys in the stains? I inspect the blue stains. He makes kissy faces at Jane. Hey, hey, how about how about how about you and I go back and we, we we make some more stains.
3: I I Whoa I at the same time pull out the two double crossbows and point
2: them at his head. Oh my god, Jesus! I've heard of mean drunks, but you guys take the cake. I I don't I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't buy it. Some some hippie old maid gnome and her partner came by with a virtually empty bottle. They asked if I wanted the rest, poured it into my empty half glass, ordered a carrot for their pet rabbit they were holding, and took off. I'm not going to turn down free booze. There's no law against free booze. I fought in the tertiary wars. I, I bleed blue. I don't, I don't just stain my shirt blue. Put yourself together. As the sod sobs, he takes a swig of peanuts as they roll down his mouth onto the floor. Uh... Hey, Did you happen to see all the peanuts fall on the floor?
1: (laughs) What?
2: (laughs) Tell them I'm sorry. Tell them I missed their legume (laughs) taste. Where did they go? I don't know. Just back the way they came, I guess. Shall we? Let's go. You make your way through an unknown amount of cars until you're back in the original one. Unmoved are the two old gnomes and the bunny. I go back to them and I say, hey, friends. Salutations, brothers. My name is Staga. This is my celestial companion, Harla, and my immortal Elysian, Katla. I think think we've- Where have you taken your journey? I think we've met already. Oh. We never say out loud what our journey is. We, we talked d- about yoga. We don't like to command it. It <laughs> already knows where it is and it'll get us there.
3: Hey, have you heard I, I heard there's this spiritual awakening on the on the uh, on the the other end of the, the the train. It's this it's this fancy wine and it, it just expands your mind and and I'd really love to try some, but
2: I don't think I can afford any Oh yet. the cherudeurs, yes.
1: yes. A
3: nice a
2: nice brother came by and handed us the bottle. Ask that we make sure to recycle it. (gasps) So we poured what we could into our water skins. When we get off, we're going to pour it out into the soil so the blueberries and the oak can be back in the earth where they belong. The elderberries. Where did this brother go? Well, after that brother gave it to us, he went to the bar area to return the bottle. Jesus Christ. They informed (laughs) us that they normally just dump the glass in the incinerator, so we gave it to another brother and his pet raccoon (laughs) who was eating peanuts, crying, and singing songs about crying and eating peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, wait, I can't follow that. Can you repeat that again? <laughs> a nice brother came by and handed us the bottle, saying that we should recycle it. And what brother was that? Oh, just one of oh. Mother Spirit's children. They, the same way everyone looks. Identifying features of a brother or sister would be to judge them and make them different. We don't see the worldly plane that way. Can. <laughs>
0: Do you know where that person went? Why are you
2: talking about that? <laughs> I felt like, like I should. The rabbit sneezes. Stalker, could you open the window a crack? I think all this critiquing in the air is giving Kotla the sniffles. Critiquing? <laughs> Can, if you could, uh,
3: my journey... Is to find this this wine and and the person that provided it. If you could if you
2: could guide my soul, I would be forever in your in your d- debt. The bunny <laughs> stares intently at you. I roll I roll an intimidation check against <laughs> the bunny. In in the game, I take out a die and roll an intimidation check. You lean close to the rabbit, squinting, peering into its bunny soul. Is it, is it the one with the wine? <laughs> And suddenly you start to be able to communicate with a small beast. Oh. I'm judging. I'm your ship. you and You're the bell hop. The bell. The bell hop. bell hop.
3: I can say stuff to it, right? Yes. I say, do you need me to get you out
2: of here? It sneezes again and begins doing a thing rabbits do where they put their paws over their face. I wink at it. I'll be back. Thank you.
3: Thank you, fair gnomestresses.
2: Have fair on your journey fun. Namaste. (laughs)
3: Bell up. Let's go. (laughs) Let's get out of
1: here. Welcome back to the world championships. (laughs) All right. One less sucker on the table. So I will say at this point. Talon, Talon, and
0: Gaunt are the only ones that actually have a decent amount of chips. Slotho only has about forty-five thousand, and Oyland only has twenty-five thousand or so.
1: Jack goes to Slotho. Regular cards to the rest of the gentlemen. Azir pockets a jack. Throws a regular card to Gaunt. Pockets a king, throws a regular card to Oylen. Talon's holding a four, six, two, and a 10, which is not particularly
0: a good hand, but he's going to attempt to bluff them out this time. So he stays in
1: with a thousand. Slotho stays in and needs to make change to do so. Gaunt folds, Oylen's thinking it over, and decides to stay in. All right, throw out your Pandora, gentlemen. Okay, so
0: Talon notices Azir tapping the deck Indicating that he pocketed a card, which was a king. I think if I read his hand signals correctly. So he's
1: going to throw out a two and see if he can bluff them out. Talon, you're going to bet 5000 Slotho is feeling aggressive. And we know he has the cards to back it up. He throws in 15,000, a raise of 10,000. Too aggressive off the start for oiling. He throws his cards away. Talon decides to match. Talon drops a six for a total of 16. Let's see if Slotho can slow play this. Slotho drops a 10 for a total of 17. Yes, uh, Talon's going to check. Talon does what a normal person would do in this situation. (laughs) Not showing a strong hand. Checks. Slotho decides to go all in. We know that Slotho has a total of twenty-eight. Talon right now has a total of sixteen plus four in his hands, so twenty. And knows that Azir can give him a king. Does he decide to go reckless and get Slotho out of the game? No. Talon is going to fold. Talon folds. Playing the long game. Slotho, I, I thought I thought you were done there for a second. Slotho is strongest. <laughs>
2: So, Thaddeus and Sherlock, you were trying to get the bellhop. Do we, do, and we have no idea where he is? No. I, I say kind of loudly, Oh, I need the bellhop, has anyone seen the bellhop? You guys being sarcastic? You guys looking for the bellhop? Yeah. You know you can pull those little strings up top? They're on every car, the ones that say, call bellhop? It just slipped my memory. I. I pulled the bellhop. You pulled the string, and she pulled the bellhop. Await the bellhop. (laughs) (laughs) A couple minutes later, a man in an all-electric red suit shows up, complete with fez bellhop hat. How can I help you? The underpaid red-collar worker asks, almost rhetorically. So, friend, I I heard
3: that uh, you've been passing around the blue drink.
2: (laughs) Let me think. The bellhop stares directly through you. You wait and wait. And then I pull out my crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> Time both passes and stands still. The inner machinations of his mind are an enigma. <laughs> After a short while, you all exchange confused looks uh, until Thaddeus notices a growing puddle in the bellhop's pants. He's not thinking he's frozen in bladder-leaking fear. <laughs> um, I, say, I say, listen, we're not,
3: we're not going to hurt you. We're trying to find someone that's missing and possibly captured.
2: You realize they'll kill me and everyone on the train if they know I talked to you, right? I don't even know how they managed to sniff me out. I'll, I'll tell you where. I'll give you my lockpicking set and then please pretend we never had this conversation.
0: Let them show. Yes,
3: yes. No one no one will know. Look. Look, see I'm I'm ordering a drink. Hey, ba- bellhop, can I have a drink of red wine, please? And can you write down
2: the name the of the super evil villains of doom? That's all I'm going to say about them. (laughs) Fifth car from the front, the luggage freight. It's used to transport animals sometimes. He's gagged under blankets, under some hay, inside the cage, hanging from the top. Oops. The bellhop drops lockpicking kick from his pocket. (laughs) I hope I answered all your questions satisfactorily. Goodbye. I'm, I'll make sure to give you a A-plus evaluation. The bellhop shuffles out, his pants squeaking with every step. <laughs> all right, let's head, let's head there? Yes. yes.
3: What's, what's Jane been doing this whole time? Is she, she
2: is very confused about what's all going on, but is uh, a bit, you know, enamored by how well you guys are handling okay. this. I, turned, I give her
3: a reassuring, we got this. Things might get hairy. Are you trained at all in any sort of fighting, or do you want to stay back for this one? I'm, I'm, I
2: feel safest with you two right now. Oh, Thank you. Can you fight? I, I, I've been known to scratch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if, the, That's if a, the starting move of most Pokemon, by the way, so <laughs> don't underestimate that. Let's go.
2: <laughs> you make your way
0: back to the front of the train. When you
2: finally get to the car that says luggage, a surly halfling wizard in a security jacket stands in front of you. To his right is an incredibly intimidating sight. Standing taller than Thaddeus is an animated suit of armor decked out in additional armor. It's it's like Iron Man and Mega Man had a baby. Run an arcana check. 17? Three. Um, Sherlock knows what this is. Uh, He he can tell you later, but right now, cover your ears. Just Thaddeus. You recognize this as a shield guardian. They're magical constructs that obey their master to the bitter end. They're controlled by whomever wears the amulet connected to their construct. They're not alive. They have regenerate health automatically, and the two of you probably shouldn't fuck around with it. Okay. The wizard sees you. Can I help you? The wizard says in a high-pitched, nasally voice. It takes an internal natural twenty to prevent Sherlock from laughing at this. <laughs> you look like a you look like
3: a, a a good person, my friend. We can use a little bit of help. I, I've we saw you over here. My my large friend over here. I'm for the listeners. I'm putting my hand on Thaddeus' shoulder. My large friend how, over here can. How can
2: you do that? In D and D, like though, I <laughs> put my hand
3: on Thaddeus' <laughs> hip. <laughs> I say, my large friend over here is 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 good at smelling out good people, and and he thinks that you're a good person. So I figured that you could uh, that you could give us a little help, and I give a little wink to Thaddeus, and I say then um, to stall a little bit more, I say, do you do you think that you uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, do you think that you could help us out? What 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 do you guys
2: want? <laughs> You smell goodness coming from inside the luggage cart behind the door. You smell oh, only goodness okay. coming from inside the luggage. You smell nothing else from outside.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Do you mind if we look around a bit? Are, are you an employee of the, the train? Yeah,
2: I, I've been here all day, all night, 26 hours a day, eight days a week. Ah, uh, yes. I'm familiar with that time.
3: <laughs> uh, do you think you could, you could help us out with something? With, with, with what? Thaddeus, what what was it that, uh... Sherlock Holmes just matches whatever voice comes out of... I was just going to say, uh, you have the
0: same voice as...
3: Thaddeus, what was it that you needed, uh... That you needed again to... for For this fine halfling to help us out with? Uh, well... I, uh, thought that you might help us with, um... Because we we obviously don't want to, to bother you. You have this 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 very powerful sentinel that we of course wouldn't want to uh, t- to tangle with or engage ourselves with. So we don't want to. Jane, what was it?
2: What was it again? That that we needed. We're just we're just trying to get in there to find someone. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> what what? I don't think so. I've been <laughs> here all day, all night, 26 hours a day, eight days a week. What's in there? Uh, just luggage. So what do you do for the train, exactly? I make sure no one takes the luggage. Is this your luggage? This is everyone's luggage. And now it's, I remember... Oh, you got something nice? <laughs> so if it's everyone's, we can look at it? No, not till the train comes to a complete stop at your destination. My destination is right now. I don't think so. Oh, what? I've been here all day, all night.
3: Twenty-six. Hours. Hey, look over there. Twenty-six. Uh, how old is this person
2: he's a wizard wizards are always old Okay. (laughs) he's fallen asleep wobbling back and forth on his feet he eventually chooses backwards to fall accompanied by the rusty sound of scraping metal the shield guardian catches the wizard and gently puts him down to rest before uprighting himself and standing by the door at attention I'm whispering this to, to the crew. She's like a shield guardian.
3: He's controlled by an amulet of some sort that the wizard is wearing. Does
2: it, Is there any visible uh, jewelry on this? No, wizard? you see nothing on him. It might be underneath his robes, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that kind of jewelry. That's what we got
2: Jane for. <laughs> oh,
0: it, yeah. Will the shield guardian protect him at all
3: costs? I mean, if, if, it's, if he's protecting the door, and he, remember he caught him,
0: yeah, yeah. So the fact
2: to. that he caught him might mean that he would protect him. Jane, do you have any ideas? Uh, why, don't you, why don't we huddle outside? You guys go through the doors uh, back on the other side of the other car. Look, all the Fayrune service cars need to have ladders on them for maintenance purposes. If we can't get in from the inside, why don't we try to get in from the outside? I think we know someone in the kitchen who owes us a big favor. All
1: right, Jane, you goddamn genius. <laughs> All right, you guys are going to head to the kitchen. Yes. Let's go play high pie.
3: High pie.
1: All right, everybody's anteed in. A queen goes to Slotho. A queen goes to Gaunt. Regular card to Oylen and a king to Talon. Jack to Gaunt. Queen goes to Talon. Queen to Oylen. Interesting. So Talon is holding a king, queen, seven,
0: and a two. So unless... Correct me if I'm wrong. Unless Gaunt has a 10 as one of his non-face cards, Talon should be winning right now. Let's see the Pandoras, gentlemen.
1: You've decided to keep your cards. So Talon is going to throw a 2 down as is Pandora. Slotho drops a 6. Gaunt drops a 2. Oiland is first to bet. He has that face card. He thinks this is time to make his move. Oyland is feeling pretty strong after that last win. Thinks he can push his weight around. He puts Slotho all in. Let's see if Talon will match to stay in. So Talon's going to match. Slotho decides to fold. Gaunt has a pretty strong hand. He hasn't shown it yet, and he decides to pay to stay in. A lot right. of money in the pot, boys. Talon shows a queen. And Gaunt shows his queen. Oylen goes all in with 34, maybe overestimating the value of that queen. Maybe not, since he's seen two drop on the table already. So Talon's going to match 34? Talon matches, Gaunt matches, everybody's still playing. Now that Oylen's gone all in, if there are any other bets, they will be side bets between Talon and Gaunt only. Oylen shows an 8 for a total of 17. Talon shows a 7 for a total of 19. 19. And Gaunt shows his jack for a total of... So Talon is going to bet in 15,000. Gaunt thinks he's got this one, sees Talon's bet, and raises 15 more. Talon, without blinking, matches. Last cards go up. Talon shows his king for a total of 32. Gaunt shows an eight for a total of 31. Yeah, 532. So we've got all cards showing 32 to 31, and Oiland is hoping for a high king to save his place at the table. Azir, regular,
0: Azir didn't, doesn't have any pocketed cards either. so this Regular is actually card just to legit.
1: Gaunt, regular card to oilin, and a regular card to Talon. Let's see what the gods have decided to pan out. Gaunt goes all in with another 44,000. Talon has chips and more to match, does he? He decides to match. It's for all the marbles, old boy. <laughs> when he you got there? We know that Oilen has not won, but he still needs to flip his card. It's not a high king. So Talon felt at
0: this point. He might as well just stay in, cause, <laughs> but he has a four. So Gaunt would win with a five or higher.
1: <laughs> Seems like Gaunt has pulled out a king. Ooh, tough luck, old boy. Hold on.
0: So, okay. So Gaunt pulls out a king, even though we know he couldn't have possibly had one because Azir knows all the cards. That's a
1: nice bit of luck, my friend. Or skill, perhaps. Well done, Azir says to the cheating bastard across from him. Next time on Roll to Hit. the Monk, who accidentally got confused as a rich person. The two of you are now
2: on a very windy roof. And then there were two.
0: (laughs) High five, just throwing cards around. As Gnomes get to the most precarious part, Thaddeus walks around looking for loot. And your jaw drops as you look ahead.
2: I can hear them! I can... Sense them! You go and plunge your sword in and start moving it up and down. I'm letting the eggs stew in the berries. (laughs) As you say this, his bodyguard, Grotto, encroaches the table and sits in Slotho's empty seat. Officer Dezir! Arrest those men! Sherlock, what the F? (laughs) When you turn back to look at that spider again, it's moved. Are they the only people with
3: clothes (laughs) on? Hey, this is Paul from roll to hit also known as Sherlock Gnomes. Uh, you can check out a lot of other great podcasts at thecommentist.com. That's the podcast network that roll to hit is a part of. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find all of our podcasts, like Continuous Improvement. That's another one that I do. Or The Bearded Vegans. That's another one that I do. Or you can check out the lesser podcasts, such as The Unwind. That's one that uh, Sean, Josiah, and Rob do. And, um... There's another cool one called Kiss the Crest. That's, what, uh, that's another one that Rob, Sean, and one of our other strange friends do about soccer. So, uh, yeah, please check those out. And uh, thank you. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. And I love you. With all this talk of gold, is Thaddeus like twitching a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you're not in the room. No, no, but but I can
2: sense it. Thaddeus hides an obvious erection underneath.
0: His face, <laughs> points in the direction
2: of the gold. <laughs> That's what I call a divine sense rod. I set up the
0: erection joke, and David knocked it right out.